To Michael McCabe, an altar boy in training, the touch seemed innocent enough. It was the early 1960s. He knew little about sex or sexuality. It happened casually and nonchalantly. It never occurred to the boy to tell his parents. After all, he called Joseph Birmingham father. He'd come up behind you, rub your shoulders, make you calm, and then slip his hand beneath your underwear, said McCabe, who is now in his early fifties. It didn't seem wrong, and that's what's so weird about it. Had McCabe's dad not sat his adolescent son down one day and given him the age-old talk fathers give their sons about the private things men and women do together, Michael McCabe might never have told anyone about Father Birmingham's wandering hands. When Howard McCabe raised the delicate issue of homosexuality, young Michael had informed his father that that was one aspect of sex he already knew something about. My dad told me about how some boys touch other boys, Michael McCabe recalled, and I said, oh hey, that's what Father Birmingham does to me. The touching, he told his father, happened in the sacristy, just off the altar, at Our Lady of Fatima Parish, in Sudbury, west of Boston. Michael was twelve or thirteen at the time. Nearly forty years later, that faith-altering day remains vivid in his father's mind. I was giving him my lecture on the birds and the bees, and when I got through, I said, if you've got any questions, just ask me. Howard McCabe, who is now seventy-nine, recalled. Finally, he said, geez, Dad, Father Birmingham played with my penis, and I said, You've got to be kidding. I couldn't believe what he said, and I didn't know how to handle it. And so began the McCabe family's disturbing and ultimately shattering introduction to the troubled universe of priests who sexually abuse children. Why some priests, and why some men in general, are sexually attracted to minors remains a much debated and highly controversial issue, one cluttered with unanswered questions. But while the origins of the crisis remain uncertain, the reality that numerous priests have become abusers is not. In the past 15 years, an estimated 1,500 American priests have faced allegations of sexual abuse, according to Jason Berry, the reporter who documented Gilbert Goff's abuses and the author of Lead Us Not Into Temptation, Catholic Priests and the Sexual Abuse of Children, an authoritative early examination of the issue. In the aftermath of the Gagan disclosures in January 2002, the names of more than 90 priests alleged to have sexually abused minors were turned over to Massachusetts law enforcement officials by the Boston Archdiocese alone, and 11 sitting priests were abruptly removed from their posts, eight of them after church officials discovered credible allegations of sexual abuse in their files, even though Cardinal Law had publicly asserted weeks before that all such priests had been removed from their assignments. The other three were removed when new victims came forward for the first time. Law's decision to cooperate with prosecutors, made under pressure, spurred church officials in other major American cities, including Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and New York, to share with authorities the names of allegedly abusive priests in their dioceses as well. As a result of reverberations from the Boston scandal, more than 170 priests suspected of molesting minors had either resigned or been taken off duty in the early months of 2002, according to a nationwide survey of Catholic dioceses by the Associated Press. For every name passed along to prosecutors, 
a secret church file of some type existed in virtually every case. But the smattering of information released by dioceses across the nation underscored an alarming reality. Repeat abusers such as Gagan, Porter, Koss, and Goff, all of whom were convicted for their crimes, appear not to have been the aberrations some church officials claimed they were. Serial molesters are not as much of an anomaly as people would like to think, said A.W. Richard Sipe, a former priest and psychotherapist who specialized in treating priests who abuse children. The Gagans and Porters of the priesthood, he said, are extreme examples, in a way, because they're the ones who have gotten the notoriety. But there are many priests who have just...